Good morning, everybody. MMA Facts, the podcast. We are live on this beautiful Wednesday morning. God, I mean, if you live in New York, upstate New York, I mean, you gotta, you gotta just know. I mean, the snow and everything's just ridiculous. The wind, I mean, it's just, I can't wait until spring, or at least until, you know, I'm able to get on that plane and head down to another state for a while, but... Here today, I'm ready to just break down everything, um, all of UFC 246. I mean, I'm ready to just talk about those wins, uh, some of the takeaways, everything. And then, you know, what's what's just next? What's going on, you know, in the near future? You know, you got two big cards coming up this weekend. And then, you know, I love to play matchmaking. And I think there's a lot of potential matchups that are going to be on the line coming up and I think that um some of the ones that I probably name off will be happening real soon. So just keep that in mind. Um I mean all in all, I mean let's just start off with Connor and uh Cowboy. <clears throat> of course I watched it. Um I'm going to say this, I don't think he threw the fight. I do see a lot of people on Twitter discussing, you know, oh, he, you know, he threw the fight. That was, that was, you know, he he got paid to do that. <clears throat> the man, I'm pretty sure he broke his eye orbital. His nose was broken, fractured nose, everything. So it doesn't matter how much money you get paid. I'm not going to get, I'm not going to take a dive to have that shit done to me, to look at my child every single day for the next, you know, four weeks or so all smashed up to take some extra cash. I mean, he was getting paid either way. You know, it does not matter. So that's just my my that's just my two cents into it. I mean, you got to have common sense when it comes to, the, to this MMA into that this type of sport, you know, we you know, you're not going to get paid. It's it's not happening. On the other hand, um I just, I'm not going to say Conor was too powerful. I think the speed was there. I think Conor was way too quick. I don't think Cowboy seeing that that high kick coming, it was just, it was remarkable. So to see, you know, to see Conor be able to come in and and do some of the stuff that he was just able to do, he, uh, the man, the, basically, I'm not going to say manhandled, um, because that's definitely not the, the, the correct term to use. But I do see, you know, there is an issue somewhere where Cowboy, he was just like, what the fuck is going on? And, um, you know, I can't sit back and say, you know, the man needs to retire. Who the fuck am I to, you know, sit here and discuss that? Um, I do think, you know, he needs to take a step back, maybe relax. I do have a matchup for him. And I'll get into that too. I'll get into that matchup a little bit later, and you'll obviously understand why when I break it down. On the other hand, though, Connor. I mean, can I say he looked phenomenal? Of course. Um, but what I, what I like to what I look at it, what I like to say is, you know, he looked. He looked disciplined. He looked like he was. You know, when people say, you know, you know, they could drink or they could do certain things, slack off during training or anything along those lines. Honestly, honestly, I'm going to say 
I think it was the right move for Connor not to be drinking, not to take a step out of out of you know out of line for this camp. You know, honestly, I think Cowboy would would have would have done some damage to the man. So I just look at it in, in a bunch of different, you know, a bunch of different areas of the fight and just and everything in the fight happens outside of the ring before the fight happens. You understand what I'm trying to say? So I do see, you know, Connor and his discipline was just there. I don't know, you know, what the fuck, what, what, what sparked it again. You know, obviously I wasn't there and I'm not, you know, in that man's life, but <clears throat> I know the family and I know, you know, the shit that has been talked about everything. And I'm not going to get into any of that because honestly, I can say the stuff that's true, you know, he did smash someone's phone, he did punch an old man, uh, you know, it wasn't, you know, a punch to, you know, go and knock somebody out, so, you know, for people to discuss that, I mean, they can just shut the fuck up, because that is just ridiculous, I understand the man was probably, you know, in his 50s or 60s, obviously it should not have happened at all, retarded move on Connor's part, um, but he wasn't sitting there trying to knock the man out. So, I mean, people are just sitting there like, he couldn't even knock the man out, blah, 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 blah. It doesn't even matter, dude. Um, because, obviously, we see some UFC fighters on the outside that call cops um, on other fighters. Um, run away from other fighters. So, I mean, that's just, you know, I, it's just the whole thing is is obviously ridiculous and it shouldn't even happen but um so things like that have happened but uh all those other allegations i can't sit here and discuss because i think that's ridiculous and i don't think any of that happened the man's got a family his wife is not ugly i'm going to sit there and say that she's not ugly so for him to go do and then and then i mean then and then look at like on some hand, I mean, Conor McGregor is not an, uh, an ugly-looking gentleman, so he has no reason to go out and do any of these allegations that are against him. So, moving along, um, I loved the press conference. I loved how Cowboy was backing Conor up when the when the when the media was asking him about these things. I mean, he did answer all these questions. Um, he did. He was asked r- realistically everything already. So for him to re-answer those questions, I know, and and I want to say everything is still pending. So for this to all be done, I mean, understandable, and I do. I I love how Cowboy and was like, you know, shut the fuck up. We don't, you know, we're we're here to fight, but you know, that's what it is. So that was fantastic to see. But like I said, uh he he overshot the left. Not sure why, he said it. You know, was that fifteen months off? Could couldn't agree. You know, couldn't I couldn't agree anything any less. Uh, but my takeaways is like you know we really didn't see what Connor had to offer. I mean, he wouldn't have really did that to Usman, I don't think, or he wouldn't have done that to Jorge along those senses. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to say so. We're gonna uh, for Connor. I look at it like he should get right back in there. They're saying March. 
Um, I did see Rumble Johnson's uh, cryptid uh, tweet. I don't know if anybody's seen that. If you have not, make sure you check that out. Rumble might be coming back. He might just be teasing the shit out of us. But Connor says he might want to come back in March. I don't see that happening. There's already two title fights on the card. Um, so I sit back and I'm like, well, maybe he can do a June card or something. But who can he fight? Now, mind you, he won't. He, they want to do Jorge and Usman, which I agree. I think that's the fight to do. John Kavanaugh was on the Ariel Hawani show. He spoke on it. He's, he basically said that he would like to see Justin Gaethje at 170. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. From my standpoint of view, and this is how I look at it, I feel like for them, them to say that... And, and I feel like they know that that Justin Gaethje won't be at his best at 170 because he doesn't perform at 170. You understand what I'm trying to say? Like, I understand he, you know he'd be cutting the he's not cutting the weight and all this stuff, but he he ha, he doesn't perform at 170. Like he doesn't fight at 170 pounds. You know he's been doing 155 for so long. You know for him to just move up and just you know. He has to be in shape, you know, you know, realistically, you know, is he going to come in looking, looking a little, little droopy? Like, it, it, it's just weird to me. You know, I just don't, I feel like there's, there's pros and cons to it. I mean, the power for Gaethje is going to be there. I mean, but I think Kavanaugh and Connor think that Gaethje moves up. He's going to be, you know, stiff and, 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 and awkward with his, with his, with his movements and his stance. So I look at it like that. You know, it's fucked up, but that's how I look at it. I look at it like that. I see that's how that team looks at, you know, the Justin Gaethje fight as 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 Gaethje is just going to be stiff at, at 170. I don't like it. Like I said, I don't like it. I do. The only fight I see happening is Connor at 155 with Justin Gaethje, but if not, he can do 170 with Nate Diaz, and they can headline a fight, you know, in June or do some bullshit like that. That's the only really thing I see happening right now for Conor because Khabib and Tony are fighting in April. That's the end of the story. No questions asked, the end of the story. And <clears throat> there was headlines saying that Conor said he didn't even want to fight Khabib right now if that, if that whole thing were to happen. So let's just move past it. Move on, move along. And uh, I'd say give it a couple weeks and we'll have to just see what happens. But I don't see him fighting in March. Like I said, I do see... Because, uh, due to the fact that you know there's two title fights, there was the card was stacked. Robert Whitaker, who is just, you know, one of the greatest, you know, not just fighters, but just human beings alive to help his daughter out like that. If you guys, you know, haven't heard, please... Go on. It's all over the internet. It's all over the, you know, it's all over MMA news everywhere. So, please check that out. But him and Cannoneer were supposed to fight. And then, you know, he replay he, he withdrew. Uh, Robert Whitaker withdrew. And then they're saying Darren Till was taking the fight. But they were just saying now that he was injured with an ankle injury. So, I mean... You got to look at who can step in for March. Kelvin Gastelum, 
is a is a good pick. But Jaron Cannon, whew. Now, I this listen. I love Calvin Gaslam, but Calvin Gaslam is moving up welterweight to middleweight. Boom. Jaron Cannon here is coming down from heavyweight to light heavyweight to middleweight. Um. I don't, you know, there was Derek Brunson getting thrown in the mix. You know, I don't see anybody really taking that fight that needs to really be taking that fight. I mean, it should have been Paula Costa, uh, Israel Asanya, and then it could have been Jared Cannonier, Yoel Romero. Those are the fights that should be made. Those are the fights that should have been happening in March, but they're not. So, <coughs> we're here. Um, mind you, little Steven, uh, little, little heathen Jeremy Stevens is out of his fight with Cater, which was a banger. They said Jeremy Stevens is injured, so they'll probably, you know, that's, they gotta replace that with a good fight. So, the card basically went from stack to the two, you know, main events, the two, uh, title fights. It's fine. So, do I see them putting Connor on it, though? No. Moving on, you got Holly Holm and Rocky, um, Raquel Pennington. Um, a lot of booze during the fight, a lot of holding, a lot of you know, not, not a lot of not a lot of offensive movements really happening. Um, I know Pennington took to social media afterwards, you know, basically stating how she didn't want to be hugged the whole fight. She wanted to fight. Uh, realistically, I agree with her, but. It is the fight game. You got to be able to do what you have to do. Um, realistically, I do feel for her. I feel like she's trying to further her career, and then taking the fight, and then this happening in the fight is not what she wanted to do. But then again, you have to train for everything. You have to be able to train to get out of these situations. If somebody's holding you, you should be able to be able to get away from you know get out of him. Uh, out of these predicaments, so I do see, you know, Raquel, you know, she, she's gonna take the the long road back to the top. Holly Holm, I don't see her, honestly, taking or uh, I don't see her getting an, an instant title shot. I do. There, there is a couple. How can I say? There's a couple fights I do see her having to take. I do see her. Uh, this is the these, this is the breakdown for Holly Holm for me to make her way back to to back to the top of the of the Amanda Nunes title shot. Uh, Irene Aldana, I love her. I think she's fantastic. <clears throat> I think Holly Holm and Aldana are gonna fight. I think they should fight. I think they will, and I think they <laughs> I think they should, and I think they will. Now, if she can get past Aldana, now same thing with Aldana. You know, I think this is this is this is this is the way to go. I think they should fight, and the winner of that sh- that fight should face the winner of Aspen Ladd and Juliana Pena. That that that's that's the only four girls I see happening. I see Holly Holm fighting Aldana, and I see the winner of Aldana and Holly Holm fighting the winner of Ladd and, and Juliana Pena. And, and 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 the winner of that will fight Amanda Nunes. That's how I see it breaking down. Um, on the other hand, for Rocky, I mean, she's going down to you know you're looking down at maybe a Nico Mat- uh, Matano fight, 
maybe a Eubanks fight, and you're going to start back down down at that. You're going to just start back down there and work your way back up. Unfortunately, it's sad to say this, but that's just what that is. I mean, especially after the performances that that that, that we've been seeing. So that's that's what I see on, on, on that fight. It's unfortunate. The Crochet King comes in burning hot. I mean, just blazing, throwing those bombs. And you got Olenek, who has been around for dinosaurs ages. I mean, the bull constructor comes in, whipping those right hands. I mean, the man needs a boxing coach. I love the man. I think he's great. I love watching him fight every time because he just does not care. I mean, he goes in there and just whips punches. I mean, I remember the fight with Overeem. I loved it. He was, <laughs> he was so careless and just beating the shit out of Overeem. And then, you know... That carelessness got him, you know, he got knee in the face and just dropped. So for him to come in and be able to, you know, to work that, you know, careless magic that he has. And then obviously get the submission, of course. If you guys did not bet on him, he was an underdog. I mean, he's he's a, a rare gem in the in the in the in the betting in the betting industry. Cause if he's always an underdog, there's a very very good chance he's going to win. That's how I look at that. Unfortunate for the Crochet King. He'll take a step back down, but that you know, that's okay. You got the heavyweight division. Anything can happen in one fight, so that's how I look at that. Um, And then on, on unfortunate news for somebody, and then very positive news, uh, Diego Fajeda coming in. Um, <clears throat> He was not a household name. No one really knew him. I mean, I had 15 people at the house. You understand what I'm saying? You know, very rare. Like, two people might have knew who he was. I mean, that's 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 how it was. And me being one of them. <laughs> so, I mean, for him to come in, to be able to control and to just be able to make the put the moves on... Uh, Anthony Pettis, for him to just break down Anthony Pettis, for him to be able to do what he was able to do to him and submit him like that, I honestly want to say, I mean, it was just, it was a great move on his part. And I do see um, a, a, another fight, a really good fight coming up for him. Um, I'll break it down in just a little bit. But Anthony Pettis, on the other hand, I, oh, God, it's unfortunate. Uh, I, I, I don't know realistically what he was, you know, thinking. I mean, I've seen reports basically saying that, you know, Pettis basically just get, gives up when he doesn't, you know, when the, when the going gets hard, when he's just in those hard, hard, when he's in like a hard place. You know, I, I, I don't have, I don't have a right answer to that. It does suck to see like Anthony Pettis, like he breaks down when he's in these, in these certain in these certain positions in life. I mean, you look at Dustin Poirier fight, I'm pretty sure he broke his rib, but they were on the ground in the scramble. It was just just a me- bloody mess and and uh, but he gave up then and the Tony Ferguson fight, I'm pretty sure he broke his hand. I mean, it was just the I mean, it's unfortunate these are just all these unfortunate events for Anthony Pettis and this one was a horrible one to see him lose this up and calmer. I mean it's gonna bring him down. 
I do. I mean, I still see, you know, big fights for him coming up. But uh, it, it's just sad to see he just couldn't get in his groove. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say that that, that, that Nate Diaz has put any a dent in, in, in anything. But unfortunately... He took that out, and Diego Fajardo is moving up in the world, and we'll discuss some more on that in a little bit. Drew Dober. Whew. I mean, he blew the hype off an, uh, off of uh, Harps. He, he blew the... I'm pretty sure Drew Dober was a really... was the. I think Drew Dober was the... the Smaller or the the biggest underdog on the entire card, hands down, and for him for him to come in, and for him to do what he did, it was it was honestly one of the best things I was able to see in a long time. So my hats off to Drew Dober. I I I do see him coming up. And I do see, you know, some potential good fights for him. I'll throw some out there in a little bit. But for Nazareth, I mean, whew. I mean, the the hype train was there. I'm not sure what had happened. I'm not sure if he just got overconfident with something. But Drew Dover gave it to him. And it was just a fantastic victory all around. I mean, the finish, it was a way to start the prelims off right. I personally thought the fight should have been on the main card. But either way, we got we got we got what we wanted. So that's that's honestly all I can say for that. What you got next week? You got uh, UFC uh, Bell, uh, and Bellator. They're both going to be on Saturday night. You got Cyborg. She's trying to get that strap. And then you got Junior Dos Santos. Curtis Blades. Unfortunately, we don't get to see Corey Sanhagen and Frankie Edgar. That was probably going to be the fight to watch. But you do get Piazza and RDA still. Um, for Bellator, I mean, you got Dylan Dennis is injured. There's a couple. There was a couple injuries through that car, but I don't know if Dylan Dennis was injured. I want to say that he got injured through this whole from. He got injured. What's today's Wednesday? He got injured. Whenever he landed in Vegas, and then that Friday or whatever, so he got injured from like Tuesday, from from like Tuesday to Friday he was injured, so or he got injured, so that that's you know unfortunate news for him. Uh UFC two hundred and fifty, Brazil, Henry Cejudo, Jose Aldo, not sure if anybody heard about that, but that is definitely that's being talked. They uh, Dana said the contracts are out. So wait, listen to that for that to be announced real soon. Um, Tyrone uh, Ty Woodley, Leon Rocky Edwards, the main event for uh, London in March. That fight was announced. That's a great fight. Oh, my God. And Leon Edwards just signed a new contract with the UFC. Um, I do see a lot of future for him. And I obviously, I see the UFC sees that as well. I think they see him putting the work on Tyron Woodley. And then him moving up for that title shot as uh, Dana White was just speculating. Oh, what about this one for Brasilia? Kevin Lee, Charles Dubronx, Oliveira. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to this. I'm going to say this one time. If you don't follow 
Charles Oliveira, then you are missing out on a lot of stuff. Listen, this man is so phenomenal. He, from him moving up to 155 and him just, he's just getting better and better and better each fight. And this fight that he just recently had with Flash Gordon, with that knockout, his hands are getting disgusting. I don't know what Kevin Lee thought about taking this fight. I would not have taken this fight if I was Kevin Lee. I think Kevin Lee... Definitely chose the wrong fight to take, and I think Kevin Lee is going to regret it because he's going to get knocked out. That's that's just me. I, that's just that's just how I look at it. Oh, you got Gian Vellante. He's moving up to heavyweight. He's going to fight Ben Rothwell uh, in UFC in Brooklyn in April. So look out for that. That was that was some news to hear. That and, you know, a lot of people were like. Ben Rothwell's moving down. No, 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 no. John's just going to move up. Um, do I think that's a good move for him? I, I do. I do. You know, I don't think I've ever watched him fight in a, in a heavyweight fight, but uh, he's a big guy, so I, do, I give him credit. So, and I do give him, and I wish him, I definitely wish him luck. A lot of people were talking about uh, Masvidal. <laughs> sharing sharing the same robe as Connor. Um Honestly, I mean he did you know, obviously he just did it on purpose to get try to get under Connor's skin. Uh I don't you know, I just I just don't think it was the right move to make at that time, but you know, what can I say? I mean I'm not Jorge I'm not. I'm not. You know. I'm not thinking the thing. The things that he's thinking. So, maybe he he did it for specific reasons. You know. I just don't think that he should have. He should have did it. I mean, it just look kind of weird, sitting front row at, at the man's fight that wore the same exact robe for training for Floyd Mayweather. So that that's just it's just weird. Um. But other on the other hand, and I mean his Masvidal's you know media press day, uh, uh, yeah media day, and then Usman's media day. Uh, I mean it really didn't. It really has been the same shit that's they've been talking ever since December really, and now, you know Dana really broke it down, and now they both realize that you know they're probably gonna face each other next. So, that's really the extent of that. Um, on Usman's Twitter getting tapped or, or, or hacked, whatever they want to call it. Um, I am going to say that I don't believe some of the stuff because there was a lot of really vulgarity in it. And I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I just don't know. I just don't see a lot of that, ha- you know, him, him doing stuff like that, but it could be possible. It could have been, it could be, it could be him and Ali being fucked up, but they were discussing their Mike Tyson um, and you know, just things like that. So it was, it was, it was an awkward, it was, it's awkward to discuss because I can't sit here and say that was them. It doesn't sound like he would say some certain things like that. It was weird saying like hashtag gang, gang style or something. I don't know, something awkward along those lines. Macy Barber. Whew. Roxy gave her that legend beat down, tore her ACL. They said she might be out for quite some time. It's unfortunate. You know, I don't, you know, I I don't like seeing that stuff happen. But 
they definitely that was definitely an awesome awesome fight and Roxy showed why she's why she's a legend so all right guys I mean let's just break down some of these fights I mean Usman Masvidal's happening I don't know when international fight week might be the might be the time but you know I look at some of these other fights and I'm looking at God, Diego Fajeda, Ally Quinta. I think those are the two fights. Those two fights. I think that fight's going to happen. I think if you look at the past and, and now to the present, I think Anthony Pettis, Donald Zeroni. I think those are the that fight. Those two should be, you know, going at it one more time, breaking each other down. Listen, guys, I've been watching it for a long time. You can say whatever you want. I think... I'm not going to say either one of these guys' times are up, but I think this is the right time for them to fight each other again. They fought each other when they were fucking young. I want to see them fight each other all these years later and just just, just go at it one more time. not going to lie to you. I do see maybe, maybe in the next year or so, Anthony Pettis moving over to Bellator with his brother. And trying to make a run over there. I do. Don't don't quote me on that. But I do see that happening. But I do see Eli Quinta. I do see that fight happening with uh, Al and uh, Diego Fajeda. Um, and then, like I said, Pettis is a Roni. I do. I, I listen, guys. I love that fight. I see that fight happening. I don't know why. And then, just you know, there's there honestly, there's there's a lot of. A lot of fights happening. I mean, if you want me to break the whole Connor thing down, I mean, you got Khabib fighting in April, and then he's not going to fight at all until at least September, or until at the at the minimum September because he's got all this stuff happening. So I don't see that happening. So if Khabib wins, Connor will take the maybe the path, maybe Gaethje or the welterweight title route. If Ferguson wins, he's going straight for Ferguson. I mean, that's really the only you know the only thing around that. Uh, is he going to wait until the April, until that whole thing plays out? It's a possibility. You know, uh, he could. You know, I don't I don't know, though. I don't see him wanting to wait, you know, that long. But all in all, it's possible. It's definitely, a, a, you know, a possibility for him to go that route. Oh, on the other hand, Yoel Romero, Israel Adesanya... Tickets go on, uh, pre-sale starts today, so I think it's going to sell out, realistically. I think it's one of, one of the, those two fights with Joanna, and then the, the Izzy and Yoel fight, I think those two fights are what's going to bring a lot of, a lot of eyes to the world, a lot of eyes to the T-Mobile arena, so make sure you guys get on that and check, please, because they're going to go, I think, they're going to go fast. So... All in all, I mean, two forty six. It was good. You know, I have no, I have no downfalls about it. I mean, it, it really brought, it brought a lot of good finishes, a lot of good fights all together. So, a lot of you know up and comers. I mean, I didn't even talk about Andre Feely and Yusuf. I mean, I could just keep going with some of these fights. I mean, that fight was just ridiculous, guys. I mean, Yusuf was. It looks like he's just he's literally got cinder blocks in his fucking hand. God damn, I'm, I'm just sitting there, I'm like, holy shit. And, and Max Holloway said Andre Feely was the hardest puncher he felt. 
So what are we, you know, what are we doing? So, and then, guys, I mean, you got that whole 145-pound division to break down. Line all these fights up. Because Volkanovski said the other day he rewatched the fight with Max Holloway. He doesn't think Max Holloway deserves another shot. He thinks he beat him fair and square. Some bullshit. So I don't think that that's what it was. I don't think that's really... I don't think that's how he should try to play that out. Wrong move, my guy. But, you know, touche to him and, and good luck. Um, I think Korean Zombie will get his ass. I think a lot of... Oh, man, I mean, there's some fights, guys. We just got to keep We just gotta keep in mind that, uh, I mean, we got the Ohio card still coming up. There's fights being announced for that. Like I was just saying, Aspen, Land, Juliana, Pena, they're on that card. So make sure you guys check that card out. All other than that, I mean, there is just there's so much going on. With I may have started back up next week. You have the the Bellator card with the return of Chris Cyborg. I'm not really sure if you know a lot of people really you know really know too much, but you got Juliana uh, Julia Bud. She's thirteen and two. So she basically said, let's go, Cyborg, let's go. It's going to be a war. Darren Caldwell, Adam Barkas, 14-3, 14-0. I mean, there's Corrales and Juan Archuleta is the fight that I've been wanting to see. Sergio Pettis is making his debut. So, there, you know, there's, there's really some, there's some good fights. And, and this is the thing about... Sergio Pettis is they're actually throwing him in there. He's eighteen and five. They're throwing him in there with the um uh a gentleman, his name is Alfred uh Korshkov, and uh he's eleven eleven and four. So I mean they're not throwing him in there with somebody that's brand new to the game. They're throwing him in there with somebody that's actually gonna, you know, wanna fight. So that's that's what I like. Other than that, I mean it sucks because Dylan Dan is supposed to be on the card. There's supposed to be some other, a lot of good other fights. So, you guys are getting a good card, but you know, I know Aaron Pico's fighting on the card. So make sure you guys definitely check. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check it out. I watch, I watch both. I don't, <laughs> I don't discriminate against MMA at all. I watch both of them. So, but I do see. How can I say this? I don't know. I do see Bellator's card being a little bit better because of, you know, the names coming up, but the <laughs> the uh the Dos Santos and the in the Curtis Blades card, I mean, I love I love the the RDA Kiasa, I love Junior Dos Santos, Curtis Blades. Arnold Allen was supposed to fight Josh Emmett. That got taken off. Allen's fighting Nick Lentz now. Sarah McMahon's fighting on the card. So, I mean, it's 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 a tough one to call for me. I'm gonna watch both. So, I mean, there's my answer. But if you want to give me if you want me to give some predictions for these fights coming up, I do see Arnold Allen beating Nick Lentz. Nick Lentz is moving back down to feather, featherweight, by the way, by being not. He was just knocked out in Rochester, I know that, by uh, Charles Oliveira, unfortunately, but I know that happened. 
on RDA Michael Chiasa. I see Michael Chiasa wearing RDA out and Michael Chiasa beating RDA, moving him up into the rankings. And Curtis Blades, I think Curtis Blades is going to obviously do what Curtis Blades does. He's going to try to take uh, Junior Dos Santos down. I think Junior Dos Santos is going to be able to get those shots off on him. And I think Junior Dos Santos will eventually get the victory. Chris Cyborg, on the other hand, I do think she'll become the champion. That I mean, <laughs> that's just, it's hard to really bet against her. You know, I did bet against her against, or I did bet against, uh, I did bet with her even with Amanda Nunes. I lost. So, I think I think it's very hard to beat Cyborg on all on on all uh, aspects. Darren Caldwell, I mean, he is an animal, but I love Adam Borks. I think Adam Borks is gonna get it done. Get Darren Caldwell right up out of there. Henry Corrales, Juan Archuleta, ladies and gentlemen. Whew. It's a toss-up. I'm not picking on that one. Let's just say it's a fan. That's a fan pick. That's a fan fight right there. And Sergio Pettis, man, I can't. You can't go wrong with picking Sergio Pettis. I mean, is it going to be his Bellator debut? We're just going to see how it all pans out. So all in all, guys, I mean, I uh, I think. 246 did well. I know they did over 2 million pay-per-view buys. Uh, I don't think Cowboy was paid off to throw that fight. There was no way to throw that fight. He got hurt really bad, actually. Broke his eye overall and fractured his nose. Um, and he didn't get paid a lot of money to do it, so it's not worth it. Um, and, and all in all, it, it, it introduced to a lot of young people. Yusuf. I mean, it showed us Roxy still got it. It, it. You know, it showed us Drew Dober is on on a new level. Um, It's just, it's been bringing eyes to a lot of people that, you know, we didn't know. Or who is still, who's still here, who we didn't think would, was still, you know, still had it in them. So it was awesome to see them, them put it together like that. And then you know, ne- you know, next time we got Houston. We're gonna be discussing Houston in a, in a, in a couple weeks, but uh, these fights coming up this weekend will be good. I will be discussing them mm, Sunday or Monday. So definitely keep keep a listen and make sure you follow us on Instagram, on Twitter. We're everywhere. Anchor, Spotify, Apple, iTunes. We are everywhere. Thank you guys.